and really doing that because what that allows me to do is to really not have that stress on my family while I'm growing the business, right? So, you know, in that, if you still have your W-2 job, well, now your family is already fed, right? So now you could have a lot more flexibility and creativity as the business kind of grows and progresses. And that's, and I can't tell you how like intelligent that is, uh, but also you understand that you're building for the future and you have delayed gratification. You're going to give eight hours to your employer. What are you going to give yourself and your family? Two hours. Hello and welcome to the Prepare to Compete podcast where we talk all things VA disability benefits, real estate, entrepreneurship, and more. Kenneth Davis, how you feeling today, my brother? Man, I'm uh, just wonderful, bro. Just uh, excited to, uh, you know, educate and uh, be able to talk more in depthly about some of these entrepreneurial ins and outs, ups and downs on how things work, right? So... Absolutely. Being a business owner yourself, we're in a new studio here, man. We're definitely, the business is growing. We definitely appreciate the growth. We actually appreciate everybody sticking with us and really tuning in. So thank you guys for the support. We really couldn't do it without you guys. No, 100%. And we just here to uh, make sure that uh, we want to serve, right? Uh, Being able to serve, you know, we also need support from you guys. Uh, It is a a relationship. So ultimately, we want to make sure that you guys are being able to benefit from uh, this show and also benefit from services that we offer to you. So anything we can do, please don't hesitate to reach out. So now when we're talking about the relationship, right, between veterans and entrepreneurship, you know, it's really a distinct one, right? You know, Mm -hmm. we've attended some different veteran conferences and kind of focused on the entrepreneur journey of, you know, even yourself with being a veteran and uh, starting your own business. So we definitely want to dive into that. But we also want to kind of give people some recognition and some uh, statistics, right? Where, you know, a lot of veterans actually, when they leave military service, you know, they want to go and they want to start their own business, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes it actually takes a lot longer for veterans to do so. Um, and I know we have a couple, you know, statistics and numbers that we've kind of heard is like eight or nine years for veterans to get into that. So what we really want to do today is get into kind of some of your experience with starting a business and kind of uh, asking different questions to really kind of motivate our veterans to get started uh, on their entrepreneurship journey. Yeah. So, I mean, um, obviously, just transitioning out of military isn't easy. Um, It isn't easy. Again, um, it was something that you actually go through. When you go through it, you feel it. You know, you you, you feel it. And um, uh, regardless what any veteran says, uh, the military changes you. The military ultimately changes you. And when it changes you, it's going to either change you from the good or for the bad. But ultimately, it's going to change you, and you always want to tap into the good, right? Um, however, everyone's not that not everyone's not that uh, that focused to be able to do so. Um, you deal with challenges, you know, uh, not the normal challenges that a civilian would then, you know, have to deal with. So, with these challenges, we always want to understand that uh, that the military um, veterans or active duty that who who are in process of transitioning are worried about the plan to readjustment into the civilian sector, right? As a veteran, you go through um, different mental challenges, you go through self-worth challenges, you go through uh, challenges of, of, of lack of education, lack of, lack of uh, knowledge, 
and just the lack of being able to um, just walk the earth without some type of rigorous standard that you need to abide by every single day. And it's ultimately something that can uh, really mess with you, mess with you in a deep type of way. So um, those are some of the, the challenges that veterans deal with on that, on that transition, which could ultimately hurt you know, veterans getting to their entrepreneurship journey uh, a lot longer. Sometimes it's kind of hard to um, really understand and kind of be inspired, right? When you are uh, trying to start your own business, you know, you kind of look at Instagram and social media and, yeah. you know, you see the glitz and glamour of entrepreneurship. But uh, today we kind of want to, you know, get some information from you and really kind of turn back the curtain, right? And just really, you know, what are some kind of truths about entrepreneurship that aren't really showcased online that you might want to kind of share to our, our listeners here today? Well, if you're looking to get uh, any type of compensation out of your organization in less than five to 10 years, uh, just hang it up. <laughs> hang it up. If, if you really want to um, not be self-employed, right? We're talking about a business versus self-employed. There's two different things, right? A lot of people can create a job for themselves, but a lot of people don't know how to develop a business. Mm. And that's very important because uh, when you talk about development of business, can a business run without you for three months? If no, you have a job. I want you to, you have a job. Every day, you're gonna wake up to go to your job. Every single day, okay? So it's just those challenges of getting a correct structure, staying, staying, staying motivated. But again, you're in this, and when you're in this, you may have your team, you may have your business partner, you may have your family, but you're in this by yourself. You started it, you're in this by yourself. It's not going anywhere. You're in this by yourself. So are you gonna toughen up to get through it? You know, unfortunately, we, we, already know, we all know the statistics when we talk about the failure of businesses. How often do successful businesses last? They don't last that often. And, uh, you know, definitely a lot of uh, trials and tribulations that you're really going to experience as a business owner. So you want to really, you know, be highly motivated and make sure you're going into business and doing something that you're willing to put that 10,000 hours in. Right. For sure. And, and, and a lot of times you really want to put that 10,000 hours in before you actually leave you know, your traditional employer, like even, yeah. you know, myself being in entrepreneurship and, and doing that, you know, I, I still got a nine to five. I'm still on somebody's payroll and I'm, I'm going to clock that for as long as I possibly can. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. really doing that, because what that allows me to do is to really not have that stress on my family while I'm growing the business. Right. Yeah. So as you just alluded to, you know, you don't want to plan on taking too much money out of the business the first five to 10 years. Right. So, you know, in that, if you still have your W-2 job, well, now your family is already fed. Right. So yeah. you're not worrying about that and you're not worrying about your basic needs. So now you could have a lot more flexibility and creativity as the business kind of grows and progresses. And that's and I can't tell you how like intelligent that is, uh, but also you understand that you're building for the future and you have delayed gratification. In this time of delayed gratification, I understand and you understand that you have to work a nine to five, so you've already given up eight hours. So now, how many hours are you gonna put into your business thereafter? Are, uh, you're gonna give eight hours to your employer. What are you gonna give yourself and your family? Two hours, if you're not working at least, at least, I mean, 
bare minimum two hours a day, a day. We're talking about two hours. If you're not working at least two hours a day thereafter, your nine to five employer to be able to have a job uh, uh, through your employer, you're nowhere near in a position to start a business. That is, that's bare minimum. I'm not sure what most do when you're, when you, you get home, you know, you're tired, you know, every, we're all tired, right? Uh, we're, we're, we have uh, typically at the ages of 25 to, to 45, that's when the, the entrepreneurial spirit just really thrives, right? Well, during that time frame, you have kids, you have a wife, you have your nine to five, you got to work, you have to spend time with family. How do you split your time up throughout the day? Yeah, you, you really have to be extremely organized, right? Extremely. And, yeah. And I've kind of heard different theories on just kind of compartmentalizing the day, right? Where mm -hmm. you focus on something between nine to 12, mm -hmm. then, you know, one to three, you're doing something else. And then, you know, three to six, you, you have something else you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. So you really want to show and really build a schedule for yes. what you're doing. And that schedule is going to be very essential to you being successful as a business owner. 100%. And uh, uh, again, a mentor of mine uh, taught me the value of time blocking. From one to three, I'm doing this. Time blocking, staying extremely organized, staying on time, uh, respect others' time, right? <laughs> That's another thing. Uh, but staying on time, staying present, and staying in the moment when you're um, in that time block because you have to complete that task during that time block. It's, again, it rolls into being organized. No, no, that's a good one. And I actually just thought of something when you were saying that. It, it, it uh, reminded me of that Denzel movie. I think it was like Mo' Better Blues. His girl got mad at him because he, he practiced between this time and this time. And she was like, yeah, I want you to, you know, come go on a date. Let's chill, do that. These are my practice are hours. <laughs> you got to go ahead and respect that. You have to respect it because at the end of the day, uh, it takes no time off. You are the starter. You are the finisher. Don't don't finish halfway. Don't finish at the halfway marker because if you finish at the halfway marker, you're never going to succeed to get to the point that you need to go. So, but yeah. So uh, when we're talking about entrepreneurship, man, it, it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a long journey that you're going to bump your head, um, where you're not going to get everything right. Um, but in development, you're learning, and I don't think everyone understands the value of that learning. Uh, if you fail, that that failure, the, again, you, I don't take, I personally, I don't take it as a failure. I've gained some wisdom and knowledge that I can carry on to be able to pass on to my uh, peers, my family, subordinates, so on and so forth. So again, that is just, it's a long journey, you know? And you know, through that journey, again, it's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations, but mm -hmm. what I want you to kind of, I guess, really impart on the veterans here today is really how can they actually, you know, really prepare for that, right? Just kind of that mental toughness, that emotional toughness that you really need to have to kind of get through those moments. I think every veteran, if at any point in time that you went through service, um, I think every one, I can easily say almost every veteran had a period of time that they're going through service that they had to push through mentally. They had to push through mentally. Um, and, and it really, you had to dig deep. And that was a, that was a very rough time for you. Being able to tap into those moments and being able to carry that out through your civilian life, it puts you so ahead uh, that you're a cut above the rest. I don't know if you guys remember the commercial, right, when they say, hey, I did more before 9 a.m. than you've done all day. You know, I think it was an Army commercial or something. A lot of times it's true. 
Yeah. A lot of times it's true. I've done more before 9 a.m. than you have done the entire day. Yeah. You actually think the, the army say 6 a.m. They up. Yeah, yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> they up and going. They up and going. But yeah, but being able to tap into that and carrying that over to your business, carrying that desire, carrying that want to uh to to be successful or whatever you consider success is again if you're if you're wanting to be self-employed um and 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 but be self-employed to be able to um manage your time right um in your business that's fine but there are going to be some moments that you're not going to uh you're not going to want to do this you're not going to you're not going to want to think about uh, going to your business to develop things. You're not going to want to educate yourself. And that's what I think that's a huge component as well, where once you get to a certain point, uh, people want to stop learning. I'm a forever learner. I know you're a forever learner. Being in the world of academia does not mean, uh, again, uh, that you're going to specifically go to a, uh, a specific institution to learn. There should be no, reading, no reason that you're bare minimum not reading 12 books a year. There, there's so many options to be able to gain knowledge and you are not reading 12 books a year. That could, that's incredible to me because at the end of the day, those pieces of those books, and I'm not talking about Harry Potter, no, no, <laughs> no disrespect to Harry Potter either. <laughs> But what I'm saying is if you're not willing to put yourself in a, in a position to be uncomfortable to learn and, and put yourself on that goal at least 12 books a year, you're not, you don't want this bad enough. Absolutely. You don't want it bad enough. Well, my man E.T. said you got to want it better than you want to breathe. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I know you just mentioned different things as far as the differences between an owner-operator and an actual business owner, right? Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm licensed as a real estate agent and, you know, everybody runs their real estate business, you know, just very sort of, differently, yeah. right? It's, uh, we're pretty much our own bosses a lot of times and we often like to think of ourselves as business owners. and But when you really... Uh, think about it, right? And just what you alluded to is that the business don't run a lot of times without that agent, right? Because I'm showing the house, right? I'm taking the calls, I'm processing the paperwork and, and all that. So it's like, the, it's really not, I just created a whole nother job for myself, right? Yeah. It, it could, you know, be a very high paying job if you do it right, but another job. So you have no um, what we want to talk about is just your different experiences as you know, becoming a business owner and kind of balancing that uh, initial, you know, start of the business where where you kind of balancing being an owner operator, but you kind of want to take yourself out of the business. Mm. And so, you know, how do you kind of really develop like, hey, I need to do these things myself and other things I can kind of delegate. So I want to kind of go back to the point of time blocking. Right. Um, we're talking about those time blocking moments. Um that's going to be very essential when you're trying to uh, create balance, right? Uh, the creation of balance. And I, I, I don't think it's ever a point of balance. I, it's never going to be a point of balance. And um, you always, I, I read this book, and it was called The Sweet Spot, right? Where you're able to find an area where everything, it's not necessarily balance, but it's like on a pendulum, right? It's going, it's balancing back and forth. Back, it's like, oh, well, if your family needs 
more more attention. If your job, if your business needs more attention, shoot, oh, I have to change the tires on these car. I, so it's never going to be completely bad, and something is always going to be off kilter. But finding that sweet spot and being able to be organized and be able to time block throughout the day to day experiences, and also creating a, a phenomenal team. That is going to put you in a position to where you can be balanced. Okay, there should be no reason that you do not have a phenomenal person in your life that's going to be able to provide you mentorship, that's going to provide you uh, uh, extracurricular fun activities, that's going to provide you knowledge, right? Um, that's and also that's going to sit here and go to the to the desk with you and go ahead and uh, uh, work. By creating a team, a really phenomenal team, that's going to be able to be able to create the balance. But initially, there's going to be no balance. There's not. It's just it's it, it's it's very much so impossible to be able to find that balance at times because at the end of the day, that balance is uh, it just it's only 24 hours out the day. If anyone that thinks that 24 hours out in a day is a long time, that's you're not doing enough. That's what that means. You have too much extra extra time, and that's um, and again, that's not saying that you're not successful. Uh, because excess is again is relative, but you know balance is tough, man. Balance is tough. Yeah, it definitely it's definitely hard to find that balance, and you know you really want to get into you know really establishing and making it an actual business, right? Yeah. Get out of just being the owner operator, man, so that you can start taking those long vacations and you can spend that additional time with your family. And obviously, you can't do that in the beginning. What advice do you have for veterans? Uh, starting their business, and right now they're they're just a a business owner, right? They're they're operating the business, you know, they're mm-hmm. doing it. They have some people they hire, but how to actually get them out of that owner? How to actually get them out of that mode where they're doing everything, right? So, you know, what advice do you have for veterans that are doing everything for their business and really to get them to the next level and kind of start stepping outside where they can take a step back? Mm-hmm. Uh, great question. So. Uh, First, um, learn how to be a leader. Learn how to be a leader. That's number one. Um, you cannot develop a team, an organized team, and a successful team without learn, knowing how to be a leader. Uh, find mentorship, again, to be able to lead. That's number one. Two, replicate and duplicate. If you know everything, you're never going to be able to leave your business. Okay, because most small business owners, and again, the qualification of small business varies, right? But most business owners, uh, again, has some type of foot in the door of their business. Replicate and duplicate and download. Okay, uh, you should have an SOP in all aspects of your business. Okay, there should be no reason that you do not have SOPs in regards to your business. Okay, and then also. Create a team that is almost indestructible. Okay, a lot of times your initial portions of your team are going to be your friends and family. That's going to be able to provide assistance. And some of those friends and family, they're not going. They're they're not going to help you. They're not going to help you. So don't even ask for the help. Okay, oh, you can ask, but have a lower expectation at times. And I'm not saying because uh, friends and family are not are not going to be successful in regards to what you're asking for, but a lot of times you're in a time capsule and you're just that 
friend or family in a personal standpoint or a brother or sister sense or a friend sense and that professional that professionalism is removed so you're you're in that time capsule so uh with that develop a great team you know find out how to lead develop a great team and find and again when you develop a great team that team is going to support you but you also have to support them knowing how to serve once you become to knowing how to serve others there is no other value that you can provide outside of serving others. Make sure you're serving your team. Make sure you're serving your clients. Everyone says you're on that you are um, again running a business, right, and trying to uh, 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 be owner operator, make money, and do. Hey, know how to serve. When you're able to know how to serve, to take yourself out of a, a selfish standpoint and 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 wanting the uh, the limelight know how to remove yourself and become uh become small because if your business is able to shine and you're able to become small out your business that's when you can kind of get out of it get out the way of the growth you know but it's always going to need you but know how to disappear out of it but yeah. some because some people don't want to uh, uh relinquish control right trust Trust the people. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, it, like you're saying, it all comes down to uh, a lot of personal sacrifice and uh, really just kind of some decision making, right? Yeah. So, uh, and sometimes you have to make some tough decisions uh, when you are starting your business and you're looking to grow it. It's like you know, you, you, your kid might have soccer practice and you might have to bring the laptop out with you. <laughs> You know, uh, so I've been there, done that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So and, and that's kind of where we want to take this yeah. next one. Right. We want to kind of talk a little bit more about what kind of personal sacrifices that you're comfortable sharing that you had to make because, you know, you're a business owner. Uh, right. And 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 then we'll we'll get into the decision making part of it as well. But uh, just, you know, let us know some of those kind of, you know, at least one or two of those stories about personal sacrifice that you had to make you know, with making Veterans for Veterans as, as successful as it's been so far? Well, when we're talking about personal sacrifice, personal sacrifice, I think a lot of times think of, people think of uh, monetary value or time or uh, different things of that nature. Um, a lot of times we don't include health, right? Um, and, and especially mental health. When you're developing and growing a business um, and making something out of nothing in any fashion, you're going to sacrifice the old you. And when you sacrifice the old you and able to grow outside of that, again, that sacrifice is not only going to test you, but it's going to put you in a different stratosphere where most people have never even been. It is an evolutionary experience. It's an out of mind, out of body experience that you can, it's hard to explain. Yeah, it's yeah, hard. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. It's very hard. And when we're talking about the mental health of veterans and again, the increase of suicide rates and how they go through what they go through. You're, you're, when you transition out of civilian sector, you're sacrificing your old self. You're Absolutely. never going to have that time back ever again. Only thing that you got is memories and the people that you came with. Mm -hmm. So that is a huge sacrifice. Obvi we can talk about the obvious, right? A time with family, just sleep deprivation, so many different things. But we never talk about the uh, mental health standpoint where you're sacrificing, sometimes you're sacrificing your own sanity. Mm -hmm. You have to, sometimes at moments, you have to be crazy. And, and I don't mean to, to, to utilize that type of verbiage, 
But for lack of better terms, you have to remove your logical sense to continuously keep pushing going. You have to be a brave person to have your hand bitten and then to be able to reach out to give, to give again. And not only do it again, but do it time and time again, right? Because yeah. even when you kind of think of what we're doing right here, right? This is a whole new venture. We're starting a podcast. Now we're syndicating it and, you know, we have it on Apple Music, Spotify, definitely. Thank you guys for listening to wherever you're tuning in from. And, um, you know, you have to kind of be crazy to, to think like, oh, somebody's actually going to tune in and listen to or watch my podcast, right? You know, yeah. you, you have to have a certain level of belief in yourself to, for an individual to actually really consider like, yeah, I can actually make something out of nothing and it really be impactful and powerful. And, you know, even outside of that really have a, a financial impact where I could actually utilize this to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. So yeah. now we're looking at that. I know you were kind of unpacking some things there and I wanted to go into, you know, a little bit more into kind of those sacrifices that you make. Right. And even sometimes you're the people that you're sacrificing for don't even understand that you're sacrificing for them. And I think that is, you know, something that, you know, you kind of really start to struggle with. It's like, well, you know, you stand up late hours, you're doing this, you're doing that. You still, you know, myself, for example, you're still going to your nine to five, but you you got your 10, to, you got your six to 10 at the same time. <laughs> and, you know, you're being pulled in a lot of different directions, right? You have friends like, oh man, we all hang out the same. Or you, you, know, you have your spouse or significant other like, well, why we can't go on date night? It's like, well, you know, so so there are so many different sacrifices, and I think when you key on on that mental health point, it kind of had me thinking about the fact that it's like, man, you're making those sacrifices, but the individuals you're sacrificing for don't even realize that you're sacrificing for them, which just adds a whole nother emotional level and component to it. I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, you know, um, having a family is already tough. Just in general, definitely when we're talking about the economy, definitely when we're talking about the the way of the world today and, and uh, just knowing different things that around the world that most civilians or most people don't know. Right. And understanding um, having some of those insights around the world, you know, uh, once you're able to do that, because when we're talking about veterans, um, some veterans have never been deployed, but. Um, a lot that we deal with have been deployed, seen, seen uh, various combat actions, you know, and, uh, and seen, you know, really detrimental things or had to assist in re regards to detrimental things. So when we're talking about sacrifice to others, some people may not or may or may not realize it. However, uh, but this is where I get in back to the component. You almost have to, uh, you almost must instill in you that component of not being logical. Right. Because it is logical to, oh, you know, uh, this is not typically this is not our parents generation. Right. When we're talking about, hey, we can go to our nine to five, uh, be able to do what we need to do and uh, be able to put a roof over our head. Typically, um, a lot of people are, are, aren't doing so well, you know, uh, whether if it's economically, whether if it's mentally, because it puts a mental strain, but um, not having that that factor of not being logical, unfortunately, trickles down into family life, your friends, uh, your, your, your loved ones that they just may not understand. And that's why I talk about having to be alone and being okay with being alone. If you're not okay with that, 
this is a long, it's a lonely journey. It's a lonely journey. And when it becomes a lonely journey, you have to tap into that mental toughness because you're going to need to develop it. You have to tap into that mental toughness and get up every single day. Consistency, 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 consistency. So when you do that, your loved ones, they must allow that to happen because you're changed as a person. Great information that we're giving the veterans and the listeners. I mean, I really appreciate that. And we always want to make sure we really have people leave with some practical um, steps yeah. as well. Because, you know, we're giving a lot of philosophy and different things as well. And, mm. and that's much needed, right? Because these are kind of topics that we're getting into that, you know, many people really don't um, dive into at this level. But, yeah. Yeah, we, we, you know, we want to give them, you know, more of like some practical things as well. So well, yeah. now, so even from your experience, as far as, you know, leaving your job, right? So, you know, you had your business, you started Veterans for Veterans and, you know, you had to kind of keep your job for a certain amount of time. So when would you say uh, an entrepreneur should actually consider leaving their nine to five to be a full time business owner? You know, it, it all depends. It all depends. I think it's um, it, it is a personal standpoint um, on when you're able to leave your position. Uh, if again, you know, I, personally, I would say if you're if you're not making your salary three times over, you probably shouldn't be leaving your job. Absolutely, absolutely, and and I love that you said three times over there, right? Because you want to make your salary three times over before you leave your job. That's kind of the best type of standpoint to take there. A lot of people get the advice where they're told, oh, well, you know, once you actually replace your income or you make, you know, enough of your monthly income three to six months in a row, yeah. leave your job. And I'm like, no, nah, don't do that. You <laughs> might have a bad summer. You know, you might have a bad summer going. Yeah. And when you became a business owner, right, at least myself, my goal wasn't to replace my nine to five income. My goal was to increase my income. Right. So, um, you know, the way I look at it is like I want to do that three times over because I want to make sure that I'm in abundance. Right. I just don't want to be able to get by and pay my bills and still maintain the same quality of life as a business owner. I want to have an increased quality of life. hundred uh, percent. Why can't you live in abundance? Right. Uh, you you want to do that, but also having a plan of action, being able to do that step by step and having smart goals and smart plans to do, develop through that. You know, a lot of people are just going off of a whim. If you plan, if you fail to plan, to, ex- execution is not going to be there. You have to plan. So planning that exit is very important. And when we're talking about three times over, and the reason I say that is because uh, Uncle Sam wants theirs as well, right? Every state is different. Everywhere you go is different. But you have to understand that uh, taxes is a real bill that it, it ruins some small businesses if you don't plan ahead for it. So uh, when we're talking about being able to take out of the business to replace your job, there should be nothing less than three times over. You know, so. Absolutely, absolutely. And then we throw some statistics out there. Like, you know, here we're in Las Vegas, Nevada. So I think the typical household income is about $57,000 a year. So let's just say, you know, for regular numbers, right, you're making 50000 a year. You don't want to leave your job until you're making, you know, one hundred and fifty. 
thousand dollars a year right in that business that would be a really good benchmark there and also you want to also understand that once you start that business you know you have a spouse or a significant other they probably ain't gonna want to work no more right so <laughs> so, so if they're working and doing different things you might want to uh, kind of incorporate that uh, that as uh, an increase in your uh, cost of living as well yeah but that's the thing that you don't consider as well you must have a supportive uh, supportive spouse um i mean you know your significant other, they're so very important. You know, my, my, my wife, she does so much, uh, being able to be able to do things to carry around the house, being able to do uh, things that I'm not being able, I'm not able to do because obviously we're running opportunities in regards to business. Uh, you must have a supportive spouse to be able to, to push you through to where you need to go. Uh, because unfortunately, uh, it, you're not doing this. You, you can't do it alone, which you can do it alone initially to get things going. Um, but it depends on where you want to stand. If you want to be self-employed, yeah, you can do it alone all day. But if you want to actually build a business, you need a phenomenal team. And we have a phenomenal team. You have Absolutely. a phenomenal team. Absolutely. And, and when we're talking about growing that team, right, we're going to give them another practical piece of advice there. And um, how would you look at hiring, you know, family and friends and different relatives, right? When you're growing your business, what kind of tips do you have for uh, veteran entrepreneurs when they're getting started and they feel the urge to like, yeah, let me get my cousin this job. Let me get my, <laughs> my friend here this role and that sort of thing. Uh, man, you know, one, you want to know one thing. I, I, I think about it like this. Uh, jobs have standard qualifications for a reason. When you're applying to a job, you must submit your resume, you must submit an interview. Why are you gonna put them one of the most precious things um, and give them to someone who's not qualified to actually do it? Absolutely. That's yeah. the most, that's one of the most, do you, for me, I'm not gonna drop my child off at just anyone. So why would I do a source of my, uh, why would I position the source of my livelihood just giving it to anyone? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because it definitely makes an impact in how we alluded to earlier. They're not going to treat it the same way, right? It's yeah. just given to them. And uh, yeah, you really want to make sure you put people in position. Now, again, if you have qualified people around you that, you know, can serve in those roles, absolutely. They could be the first sources you look into because they can learn and kind of grow with you, I right? I agree. Development is cool. Uh, development is, uh, again, when you're talking about starting off things, I want to definitely give... Uh, again, make sure that you I, entrepreneurs understand that growing or developing a, a team member who that is went through the journey with you uh, is invaluable. OK, uh, being able to know how to grow and develop uh, a, a team member is invaluable. So I'm not necessarily saying uh, don't hire friends and family. But what I'm saying is be careful with the people that you uh, that you deliver and provide the most precious things uh, to you, because you're gonna you're gonna run into some really scary things uh, that things that you may never thought that will come uh, that that you thought you have to deal with with some loved ones. So at least make sure you do your due diligence before making making that uh, that leap. Absolutely, yeah. You don't want to put yourself where you. Uh damaged a personal relationship, right? Oh, because definitely. you gave them a, a job or position they weren't well qualified for. Most definitely, most definitely. Totally agree, totally agree. Absolutely, man, absolutely. Well, man, thanks, man. This was some real good information. You know, we haven't 
really gave him too many topics on entrepreneurship. Yeah. You know, we're trying to get into that a little bit more. Reach down into the comments, man, if you have certain questions that you you know want to talk about regarding the veteran experience of being an entrepreneur, definitely will uh We'll definitely start covering those. And, you know, did, did you have any closing remarks for him before we kind of take it out? Man, one thing I will say, uh, entrepreneurship is one of the most uh, difficult things that you're ever going to do in your life. And with it being one of the most difficult things that you do in your life, so a piece of advice that I can give is never stop. Never stop. Failure is just a learning experience. Um, as long as you continue to develop and grow and learn, you're never going to be unsuccessful continue. Absolutely, man. I love that advice right there. I love those closing remarks. You're only unsuccessful when you don't try, when you stop trying. So continue to do what you need to do to get to that next level. You know, focus on getting 1% better every single day. Yes, sir. And you'll be 365 by the end of the year, man. Thank you guys for watching. Prepare to compete. We out. Peace.